Hello guys and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline. My name's Kaylee and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. So it's finally coming into the spooky season and I'm so excited because last year was such a shit Halloween. Like Ireland went into lockdown just before Halloween started. So this year is going to be pretty good. It's going to be double Halloween. Yeah, pretty much. I think I have something going on every weekend, but like paranormal investigations, haunted houses. So I kind of wanted to kick off the spooky season with a lesser known haunted house. Stardust Ranch. Stardust Ranch is kind of like the diet version of Skinwalker Ranch. It's like the Arizona version of it. But I honestly think it's might like I might prefer Stardust Ranch just for how bold it is. What do you mean? The events at Skinwalker Ranch, Ranch happened so long ago and it's been sold and stuff that, that there isn't really like much behind the stories. It's just like stories. That's all you hear. Whereas like Stardust Ranch is pretty recent. So there's actually footage to back up the claims and stuff or pictures and stuff at least. Yeah, like with Stardust Ranch, it's kind of like this person told the story of something that someone else saw and it kind of been passed down from there. Yeah, exactly. That's Skinwalker, you mean, is it? Yeah, sorry, Skinwalker. Yeah, yeah, I Skinwalker. Keep confusing them. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's because when I hear Stardust, I either go to two things. The Charlie Cox movie yeah. or the nightclub that burnt down in Dublin, which was like a national disaster. Yeah, damn, I didn't even think of that. Before we get into it, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline. Or you can leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. And you can also follow us on Spotify. Any support at all, guys, it really, really helps. So without further delay, let's get into the events of Stardust Ranch. I really love this. Have you, I can't believe you haven't heard of Stardust. Well, you have heard of Stardust Ranch before, right? I think so. If it's the one I'm thinking about, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's pretty insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so, think we're, I think I know what one you're on about. <laughs> so Stardust Ranch is located in a place called Rainbow Valley, and it's just west of Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona is a pretty... It's actually a hotspot for UFO sightings. Like the, our, the Phoenix lights happened there which had thousands of witnesses. Um, that's probably another episode, but basically this massive fleet of lights went over the whole city of Phoenix. And like, there was thousands of people who saw this. What is that? I have no idea what that is. Is that not the, where the army started firing them? I thought that was no, San Francisco. No, that, that was um, Battle, Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, the Phoenix lights happened there and Travis Walton was also abducted in Arizona. Not too far from where where uh, Stardust Ranch is. And they also make really nice iced tea there. I want iced tea. I would I just like iced tea. tea. So on June 1st, 1996, a couple by the name of John and Joyce Edmonds had recently retired. They had always dreamed of owning their own ranch. They had planned on using it as an animal rescue. So they were really, really into horses and stuff. They were going to rescue other animals, but majority horses. So they wanted to buy this big plot of land to try and like place them and stuff. Okay, fair so fair. John was formerly a therapist and his wife Joyce was an FBI agent. I feel like that's the most like credible union you could have for yeah. like an alien sighting. Right. Someone whose like job is to investigate stuff and someone whose job it is to make sure people aren't mental. Yeah, exactly. So I, I didn't know this until I actually started researching it. But yeah, apparently he's a therapist and a former FBI agent, which is really, really cool. And then they decided to open up a animal rescue. So it also makes them really nice people. Yeah, I kind of love these people. I can't wait for them to go insane. <laughs> yeah. So when they moved into the house, they immediately noticed that the property, had, property hadn't been cleared. The previous owners had left everything behind. It's like they just got up and left 
everything was still out like it was being used you know like the kitchen still had stuff out and it's like they just got up one day and just left so john calls his realtor and he complains and tells him that the place wasn't cleared out um and he tells him like look someone come along and clear it out in about an hour so john leaves and then he comes back everything is cleared out of the house but it's been thrown into the pool so the previous sentence came along, <laughs> emptied everything out of the house and threw it into the pool. <laughs> um, and he was pretty much told there's nothing they can do about it and it's his problem now because they bought the ranch as is, so it's their problem to deal with. <laughs> That's such petty bullshit, I love it. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, it's not really paranormal yet, but it's just super weird. Um, so John starts clearing out his pool and while he's moving things around he notices a figure just off in the distance on the property. When he gets closer he notices notices it's a man and he looks a bit kind of like mental and he's also holding a machete. Lovely. Yeah. So John tells him like to clear off, leave the place um, but the man claims that he lives on the ranch. John tells the man that the property has been sold and that him and his wife are going to be the only people living on the ranch in future. So this man can't live there anymore. And the man says to John, you're going to regret this. There are monsters on this property and I killed them. And then the man turned around and walked off into the desert and he was never seen again. I just love the idea of this guy is like a live in like monster hunter. Monster hunter, hunter. yeah. It's like (laughs) maybe he like doubles as a farmhand as well. Yeah, I was thinking, like, he's basically a farmhand, but his one job is to just kill creepy shit that comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. So the Edmonds are getting settled in, and all seems pretty well. But then they start to notice strange things in the sky, like orbs, rods, flying saucers, pretty much anything that's ever been described. Like a long beam of, like, kind of like a rod, like a (laughs) cigar-shaped thing in the sky. And John kind of decides to ignore the UFOs to go about his work. Like, he notices them, but he's like... I can't be dealing with that. That was until some of the dogs in the property started to die of unknown illnesses. Oh. John describes the dogs as incinerated. So Jesus, yeah, what disease is that? Right? COVID-20. I'm just picturing them getting like vaporized by a ray gun, you know, like... Pew. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Halo when you fucking digitize someone. Yeah. So it was like the bodies of the dogs were all burned up, but there was no signs of a fire, like the there was no scorch marks on the earth or anything like that. It's like the dogs just spontaneously combusted and their bodies were just found on the ground. Holding in their farts. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but soon after that, the horses also start to die too. And the horses would end up with missing body parts, like their tongues and their eyes would be just like surgically removed. Like they're properly cut out. It's not like they were eaten out by an animal. Uh, so John purchases some firearms to protect him and his wife. He's like pretty pissed at this stage. He's scared of whatever it is too. So he starts buying weapons. Would his first thought not be the machete-weeding lunatic that said, I fight monsters? He never saw him again. The guy just walked off into the desert and was never seen again. And he had no idea who it was or where they came from. Could have been an alien. I'd still tell the police, like, there was some nut job with a machete saying he fights monsters. Keep an eye out for him, please. What are they going to do? I don't know. He only has a machete, <laughs> although he does fight <laughs> monsters. He does fight monsters. Yeah, but shortly after the animal mutilation started, John and Joyce began to have dreams about grey aliens. So, I'm sure everyone knows what a grey alien is, but in case you don't, they're the textbook alien that you'd see in popular media. Like the small ones with the big eyes and the big heads. Paul. They're usually described as having grey skin. The theory is that these beings came from Zeta Reticuli. So some people call them uh, Zeta Reticulants. I've never heard that before. Have you though? No. Tickies. <laughs> Ricky Tickies. <laughs> 
That's it. That's what they're called now. <laughs> Ricky Dickies. Because that's the noise you always hear them kind of like making in horror movies. They do that weird like chirp. The clicky noise. I've heard so many theories about them though. Like it's basically like, oh, they're advanced humans who've come back in yeah. time to stop nuclear war. And, Always uh, nuclear like, war. Yeah, maybe there's just like, oh no, they're getting good guns. We need to tell them it's bad. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but in the dreams, the aliens would come and examine the couple as they were paralyzed in their, like in the bed, lying in bed. They couldn't move. Now, I know that sounds like a sleep paralysis, but the couple would have the same dream. Like they would wake up and they'd be like, did you have this dream? And they'd be like, yeah, I had that exact same dream. Whenever stuff like that happens, I think the best thing to do for both of them would be to immediately write it down and then Swap talk it. about what happened in the dream. Yeah, no one ever thinks of that though until afterwards. Uh, Joyce remembers one of the greys injecting something into her arm as she slept and she woke up to find a puncture wound where the injection had taken place. So they're actually like, it was like evidence that something had injected her while she was sleeping. This woman's a former FBI agent, by the way. That's weird though, because normally when you hear stuff like that, there's never any mark. They have to get like an x-ray or something. Yeah, but this was like they directly been, after. Like, noobs. Yeah. <laughs> so from this on, John started going a bit mental. So from here on, he pretty much went a bit crazy. And he started staying up and fighting back the alien greys using his guns and knives. Um, but he famously, successfully used a samurai sword to fight back some alien greys. I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> I remember you showed me like years ago, two years ago, yeah. the picture of the samurai sword with like weird colors on it that was meant to be their blood. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I actually sent you that picture there. I fucking love that picture. I have one quick question though. What? Why is all the blood on the background red, but the blood in the blade green? Is it green? It looks green. Look at that. I think it's just brownish. Yeah, so he stabbed an alien with the sword. This is what he said. He, he like, stabbed it, like, penetrated it in the abdomen. It kind of made, like, a, sc a screaming noise, and then it dematerialized in front of him. So, he, yeah, that picture that I sent you there, that's the picture he uploaded to Facebook. See, on one, when, whenever I hear shit like that, on one hand, you're like, okay, yeah, he put it on Facebook rather than contact authorities or anything. Yeah. But, like... If you stab the fucking alien, the first thing you'd be doing would put it on Facebook be like, I just stabbed the fucking alien. I find it kind of weird that it... Like, okay, so for anybody who can't see the picture, obviously, it's just a picture of a samurai sword on the ground with a black handle and there's just red blood, like dried in blood on the floor. I find it hard to believe that aliens would bleed red blood. But the blood on the blade isn't red. I don't. I think that's just dried in. I think it's just because it's in contact with the blade. I'm gonna look at a better picture. Like of to this. be honest, like his dogs are dying, and then he shows up with a samurai sword covered in blood. It looks green. I've zoomed in. It looks green as hell. <laughs> it looks right, like he man. stabbed the Hulk. <laughs> what are you implying then? He stabbed an alien, and it was green, and then he faked blood on the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, to make it more dramatic. Look at it. Like it's in like <laughs> fucking like swoops, like it was done with a rag. Yeah, it is in swoops. It looks like it's, it's not, not like a puddle of blood. It's like it's been spread around. Spread. Yeah, yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's just trying to make it look better. He's but just he, like, okay, I stabbed it, but I've got barely any blood. This will not get many views. <laughs> but John claims that he has killed up to 19 alien greys. And he said that if you want to kill them, you have to cut the head off. Like, in, like a zombie. Yeah, I was going to say, is he fighting vampires or something? Does he think he's Blade? <laughs> he does. He definitely does. Is this the FBI agent or the therapist? This is the therapist. The wife is okay, the FBI agent. Okay, that's a problem. <laughs> Why? Because yeah, if it was the other one, it'd be a bit easier to fix. So John said that the, the aliens would dematerialize unless you cut the head off, but he doesn't have any bodies to prove it. But John sent off some blood samples to a scientist. 
Now, it's worth noting that the scientist was also a UFO researcher, but he is a legitimate scientist. Yeah, but isn't that, like, bias? It, it, I don't know, because, like, believing in UFOs now is not really that... Uh, yeah, it's not really. I assume there's plenty of scientists now who do believe, you know, especially with all the stuff coming out recently, that there is yeah. maybe something. There's, you know, there's a possibility. So this guy, anyway, he was like, you know what, I'll run some tests on the on this. So he ran some tests on the blood. And apparently, when he analyzed the blood, he found extraterrestrial hemoglobin. The researcher had planned to send the samples to other researchers to confirm that John had, in fact, murdered an alien. So he was planning on sending it off to other researchers and getting it, like, backed or whatever, you know? Um, he described the cells as an animal mixed with plant. So it's kind of like a plant-animal hybrid of a cell. Planimal. Planimal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But... Unfortunately, the researcher suddenly passed away, so everything was lost. Uh, he fell. Now, did the researcher say that he had found that, or did John tell say tell people that the researcher said it? I, I, I I'm pretty sure the researcher said it. Okay, because if it was John, like, oh yeah, before he died, he told me he found aliens. That's. <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah, he passed away, and so everything was lost. And he fell in his lab and hit his head, and that's what killed him. All the samples were lost too. Anything that was in his lab suddenly disappeared. Do you think it was the aliens or the government? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so hard to tell. Let's say he did kill 19 aliens, right? Yeah. Is that a crime? Is that a hate crime? Not even a hate crime. Like, is it a crime? Or is it like chalked up the self-defense? I assume it's a crime. Oh yeah, but self-defense, you're right. Why do they keep coming back? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Are you joking me? Like, if you found out that there was some nutjob who would fight anyone that came near him with a samurai sword, you're going to send, like, your toughest guys to be like, all right, this is a boss battle. Let's go. Yeah, but they never won. Maybe it's just where they sent their criminals. <laughs> Maybe. It's like, instead of getting sent to death row, you have to go into this guy's garden, steal a dog, and come back. <laughs> it's like an initiation. Uh, but apparently John had contacted other scientists as well. But they didn't want to risk the reputation or they required funding for him to do it so no one would actually do it for him. Yeah, so John just kind of kept having to battle the alien greys. He didn't really have any other choice. And the battle rages on that. today. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't just be like, all right, we're going to have a, a posse tonight. They keep coming back on like whatever date. We'll just get a load of people here. We'll find them. We'll tie them up and beat the shit out of them. Apparently he has no problem with letting... Well, not no problem. As long as you get prior... Um, consent Permission. from him he has no problem with people being on the property he says that every time somebody comes here they, they never leave bored something always happens every night I, I, that actually I really like that compared to normal because he's yeah. just like yeah I don't know what the problem is you come here and figure it out yourself yeah yeah it's weird that that makes me think it's a lot more credible I'm gonna yeah okay anyway so John <laughs> John believes that the Stardust Ranch has portals on the property uh, he believes the okay. greys are using portals to travel and that's why there's so many sightings at the ranch. He reckons that there's like portals that can, I don't know, interdimensional, I don't know if it's interdimensional or whether it lets them travel really far, really fast, like a, you know, like an actual traveling portal. Um, See, I'm going between two things now, the portals from Portal. Yeah. And the, t the god-awful portal from the Doom movie. No. <laughs> they just sends you to Mars and back. 
Yeah, I don't know, maybe something like that. But I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense why they would be coming in to bother him then. I don't know, if your house was in, like, the arrival terminal of an airport, you're go- like, a few people are going to look in. The only way that would make sense is if his wife's blood was able to power the ships. <laughs> they needed fuel, so they're like, right, we better go in there and steal blood. Why, is it just her blood they're stealing? I think so. I'm pretty sure she gets the worst. Well, she definitely gets the worst out of the two of them. Yeah, so John believes that there's either portals, but he also reckons that there might be something underneath the ranch. Like, him and his wife have uh, experienced tremors and stuff that haven't happened outside of the ranch radius. So whether there's something, like, under the ground that they're traveling into, maybe? So after all their fighting with the ETs, uh, John and Joyce decided they were going to sell the ranch. And this is after there's been books published and movies made, and they decided to sell the property for five million dollars. Jesus Christ. Alright, yeah, so I promised you a video. Yeah, <laughs> I left the video to last because, to be honest, this is like anti-evidence. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, it, like, I feel like uh, it really kind of talked me out of it. Aww. I was wondering why you were so just like, nah, nah, this isn't real. Alright. So this interview, by the way, this is an interview he did with Project Camelot. This is John Edmonds. And the interview is actually about like two hours long or something. It's a very long interview. But this was spotted during the video, during the interview. Oh my Um, God, how bad is this? (laughs) It's pretty bad. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah, show me. See, just in the corner. (laughs) What the fuck? So what it's supposed to be is it's supposed to be an alien grey leaning around the corner and kind of taking a peep and then it sees that he's on a zoom call and is like, oop. <laughs> it reminds me of those things where like you see someone in the background of like a news channel and they realize they're on camera and they like jump yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> um, no, like I said, the original interview was quite long and this just popped up for like that one little bit. So it's kind of weird. Um, but also I think it's just a rubber doll. <laughs> Yeah, so as well as that, there's two pictures he uploaded with um, what appears to be a- alien greys that he's taken pictures of at his ranch. And I've sent you those pictures there if you want to take a look at them. That is the skinniest neck I've ever seen. <laughs> the neck on her, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, and then the first one. Oh, why would you do this to me? Yeah. Like, I, See I what know, I mean? The I pictures have, are like anti-evidence. Yeah, they're completely anti-evidence. That's the mascot <laughs> of sc- like Scream. Yeah, it's really bad. It's just like a... It's like a... Okay, for anyone who can't see it, obviously. It's like um, one of those rubber aliens. The but ones it's like that really you put in water to, the camera. to grow. Yeah, it's like a small one. It's not even a big one. It's just close to the camera and it's out of focus. Like the background is in focus and this thing is just blurry as hell. I want to know, like, what was the context for that he gave for this picture? Like, it was running at me screaming with its eyes open as wide as it could. I think the context was... <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason, like... Its face is terrifying. And, like, this, the other picture there, the one with its head up right up against the camera, the only context there was I was taking a picture of this for Dundee or something and the alien ran in front of the camera like a small child. <laughs> Yeah. Although if they look like that, I can understand how he's able to kill 19 of them. I mean, like, look the size of that neck. You have a lot of, like, target. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that if you cut the head off, it uh, doesn't dematerialize either. So I'm like, what happened to the ones that you did cut the head off? Like, how did you figure that out? I was just thinking, like, if he just stabbed one and they, like, teleported it out of there. Yeah. Fair enough. But if you cut the head off one and they just leave it there, like, 
does he eat them? <laughs> dogs take revenge. <laughs> well, if if you killed an alien, would you eat it? No, I don't think I could. But it has like half plant, half animal. It's basically like a salad. <laughs> I still don't think I could. I'd I wouldn't it. know what's in it. <laughs> this is how like you get space viruses. And yeah, to be fair, someone had a bat and look what happened. You <laughs> eat <laughs> alien, we got space COVID. <laughs> the thing that the stuff I think that works for it is that he will let people sh- go to the ranch and check stuff out themselves. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The stuff that works against it is every other bit of evidence. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like I said, it's kind of like uh, Skinwalker Ranch, but it's like a diet version of it. Skinwalker Ranch has like demons and ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And apparently the, apparently the Stardust Ranch does have ghosts, because I watched the Ghost Adventures episode just today with them investigating Stardust Ranch. And apparently there was a guy in... Not not the people they bought the house from, but the people before them. They had a son who shot himself in the house, and apparently his ghost is there at Stardust Ranch. So apparently it is haunted too, but it, like is it, it is just like a knockoff version. Was like, imagine if the ghosts start fighting off the aliens. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, <laughs> it was really funny watching the Ghost Adventures episode too, because it was like they were trying to... They were, one of the guys was trying to get abducted, and it was like, what do we have to do to get you abducted <laughs> just the concept of that is really funny to me that they were like trying to get abducted like, like would you not like trying to seduce that seems like an a, alien. a reasonable thing to do I'd do that yeah but like what do you do <laughs> tell me what do you do I assume you just like go out into a field pull down do you know that thing that the jerry worm does in Rick and Morty <laughs> no oh wait yeah <laughs> where it just shows its arse out in the air just be like come get me <laughs> That's not going to work, though. Either it's just a funny them idea. Insult them. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, that's all I have for Stardust Ranch. I uh, hope you enjoyed that story. And if you have ever seen an alien, pass it on to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. And if you've ever killed an alien, I want pictures. Bye. Bye.